You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, my name is Mehmed. I am originally from Turkey, currently living in Saudi Arabia. Um, today I want to talk a little bit about my last trip to Sri Lanka. As you might know, uh, Sri Lanka is an island um, located south of India. It's also sometimes referred as the teardrop of India because of its place on the map. Um, Sri Lanka is an, actually an ex-colony of Britain. was also mostly occupied by Scottish. And the name, the old name was Ceylon, which is still used today in, in many contexts. Um, and it's, you may, you're probably familiar with that. It's very well known for its good quality tea and its nature and amazing history. It was a kind of a little bit random for me and my friends to go to Sri Lanka because none of us really knew anything about it. Uh, we were simply looking for a green and interesting place to go and we were throwing ideas around. Then we started talking about tea because we are Turks and we love tea. And eventually we decided to go there. Well, we when we were going, we didn't really look at what kind of problems or what kind of issues we might face or what kind of relationship we have to Sri Lanka in terms of culture or religion. We figured it was a Buddhist country in majority and we wanted to check that out and see how, how it is, honestly. The country, as I mentioned, is, is primarily Buddhist, but you can still find a Muslim minority and Hindu minorities around the country, which kind of creates this cosmopolitan, uh, multi-religious uh, culture, which is, which is very, very interesting. Uh, one of the significant things as a, as a Muslim came to my attention was the Adam's Peak which is like a mountain in, in Sri Lanka has a footprint and Muslims say that this is where Adam first stepped uh, foot on, on earth for Buddhists it was Buddha's footprint and there are many other stories going around about it and it's a very interesting place I will talk about it a little bit later but uh, being a Muslim in Sri Lanka was actually a lot easier than expected because of the, the Muslim minority living there, which when I say minority, it's not actually a tiny percentage, it's around 10-15% I think. Especially if you're walking around and you're taking those tricycle carts, which are, which are called tuk-tuk, and your driver is Muslim and they find out that you are Muslim, they actually give you a really good discount. At some point, my friend actually got a got a free ride from them, and it was it was pretty interesting to meet Muslims in the country and how, how warm and welcoming they are towards other Muslims it was it was a feeling of brotherhood all over actually that the whole country was kind of welcoming not just uh, not just Muslims it, people were so nice and polite I have never seen that anywhere even the street vendors or anyone who's trying to grab business from tourists they're still nice I mean you don't see that in every other country for people who are going to Sri Lanka or think about going to Sri Lanka I think just wanted to give a little bit of uh, an insight to visit first thing I will suggest I think the most important thing as friends and young guys we decided 
wanted to do it all alone and all just just us without getting any guidance or any tour group from anywhere which I think was not a good idea at that point because I think it's a lot better for someone to take a tour guide especially in Sri Lanka they're little family run tour tour guides they don't actually put you in in a group with a lot of other tourists they give you a separate van and a driver who is also a guide knows the place a lot so you can actually make your own schedule and everything is everything else is taken care of so you just tell them what you want to do what kind of a travel you want to do then they will set it up and if you like it if you want to change it they're very very flexible also in terms of family values it's it's very very nice to have that kind of freedom and that kind of privacy arranged to you and tailored for your needs i think the first thing before anyone wants to go to sri lanka is to really decide what kind of a vacation you want because the place has so much to offer has the history it has the nature adventure also has like some beautiful beaches and places to relax too but for us it was mostly the adventure was attracting our attention so we decided to go see places that we can hike and we can we can see some interesting nature and other things first we went to Colombo uh, which is the capital because we kind of flew there but it was kind of boring because it was uh, just a big city still had some kind of a different vibe but I mean I don't suggest anybody staying there more than a couple days Um, then we decided to take the train to Kandy which was supposed to be really good because we were supposed to ride through the tea plantations and a lot of scenic routes with uh, kind of a, like an open glass covered wagon that we can watch everything but unfortunately uh, the thing was all booked because apparently a lot of tourists want to do that and you kind of need to book it two three weeks ahead but we finally got a taxi to take us there which is pretty nice it was supposed to be a three-hour trip but we ended up uh, making a six-hour trip uh, which was wonderful because we had a really nice guide uh, the taxi driver was so eager to show us a lot that was it was very impressive and very nice we stopped by um, tea plantation we stopped by elephant sanctuaries and spice gardens all, all along the way we got, we got to see a lot of things and then when we finally reached candy i could see why they call candy the the cultural capital because the city was just um had this cultural vibe within as a lot of ancient history and colonial buildings and markets and it's, it was a city just full of life and but still it was it was still kind of tourist there there were a lot of tourists and people going around trying to get business from tourists i think one thing we really enjoyed doing was going to the botanical garden it's, it's i think it's a must see because when you go there it's 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 a wonderful place it's huge it's like a one-day trip you can just pack your lunch and go for a picnic and you can actually see so many different plants and some animals and people just enjoying time it's 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 it's, uh it was it was very nice and very interesting to see all that um anyone who's going to sri lanka i think also should see the high country where you actually find the tea which was very very important for us if you go if you go to the high country you can go to some national parks and elk deer comes comes to the cars you get to take beautiful pictures and get to enjoy some cool weather and beautiful scenery and posture and you get to go go to the mansions actually by the tea plantations which were built by Scottish which were built by Scottish and have some tea in those beautiful mansions it was I was it's, it's, it's wonderful also I think it's, if you are a more adventurous type 
pipe and if you're you know fit enough to hike a seven kilometer stairs up to like 2,200 meters of elevation. I think Pike's uh, Adams Peak is a very, very interesting destination. Um, it's, it's a very interesting journey overall, not just a destination, because it's you kind of start hiking in the middle of the night and you, it takes you around four hours to go up and it's all stairs, which are not very even. So it's, it's very, very challenging, but you're not, you're not alone on the way up it's it's just a lot of people doing it because it's kind of a buddhist pilgrimage so there are a lot of tourists and a lot of buddhists who are doing it in the middle of the night just to watch the sunrise from the top which is i think which was worth it make sure to have your water and snacks with you because the, the hike itself uh, is on, on a path on left and right you have a lot of stores to buy snacks and water but as you go up the prices go up too actually the last store advertises that we are the last store before the peak and once you reach the peak peak it's so there's so many people in in a limited area it's 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 weird just make sure to be safe and go on time and enjoy enjoy the view trying to grab a beautiful spot when it comes to food i think the best thing about sri lanka was that because it has a muslim population it's very easy to get halal food and if you're in doubt vegetarian options are widely available because of the hindu population so it was very convenient for us i wasn't very impressed with the diversity of the food it was mostly curry and rice but if you're in Sri Lanka you should actually just enjoy the tea definitely and the fruits and the fruits were just fruits are just just amazing I mean especially the bananas and pineapples were the best I have ever tasted in my life and they were so abundant they were everywhere they were served all the time um, and it, they were just awesome it was just really tasty I didn't really need any other type of food as long as I had those fruits and it was very interesting for us to go to the old market place and get some get some different weird looking fruits and it was a lot of fun to try those we were not always happy with the results but you know it's the journey that counts anybody wants to go to Sri Lanka I think uh, it's a trip worth doing I think if you arrange it right it can be a great trip for both families and group of friends information and to listen to more podcasts visit us at arc.score or check out the arc media app